in the morning. On a trip to Gatlin, Nebraska to find her birth mother, Hannah Martin picks up a dark stranger who cooks off a mysterious chain of events. Little does Hannah know her journey may help fulfill a sinister prophecy made 19 years earlier by Isaac, the corn cult's original evil leader. It's a hair-raising movie event you don't want to miss as Isaac makes his terrifying return and the children of the corn achieve their ultimate destiny. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the B-Movie Bros. Here, we will be movies to the best of our abilities. Sometimes you get off topic, but randomness is a gift. And here we are, continuing in Killer Kids Month, because yay, September. Oh boy, and, back uh, to school. You know, we, we decided what better way to celebrate Killer Kids Month by checking out one of the Children of the Corn movies. And uh, we decided on Children of the Corn 666, Isaac's Return from 1999. I mean, once you pass 660 films in your franchise, I mean, I guess they got to be good to keep going. You heard what the uh, back of the Blu-ray had to say. Uh, let's dive right into it with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Uh, let's let's start with the bad. What was bad here? See, I'll start this one off. So this movie tries really, really hard to be creepy, but fails miserably at every attempt and just comes off as stupid and ridiculous rather than scary. It was actually kind of sad to watch. Number two, the children of the corn in this movie don't really do much. The plot revolves more around the adults who also don't really do much. I mean, besides stand around and talk about the prophecy. Though I guess Isaac was a child of the corn in the original film, so maybe that's what they were going for. I don't know, but there should have been more kids killing adults in cornfields. And number one. I don't think anything in this movie worked the way that they were hoping it for. It was just so convoluted and ridiculous. I really don't think they finished the plot and they were just going along with it as they were acting. And yeah, it was it was a complete mess. Number three, this is Children of the Corn. In Children of the Corn, I expect children to be murdering people in the cornfields. Unfortunately, this movie has a serious lack of murderlicious children. I mean, come on, how do you fuck that up? It's it's children of the corn, like, that's that's the whole purpose of the movie. I thought it was funny, though, they'll randomly show children in the cornfield. It's like, hey, guys, this is a children of the corn film. Do you get it? Number two, yeah, I think this movie was, like, totally supposed to be serious. And, uh, like, everything that happened just seemed, like, over-the-top silly. Like, you would get this... This creepy-looking kid, like, closing a door very slowly to be, like, all creepy and menacing-like. And, like, the main girl would be, like, flashing him this, like, big, cheesy smile. Like, yeah, kid, I know you're there. And, you know, it just, like, didn't look or feel creepy or sinister in any way. Yeah, it was very artificial. Number one. A little bit of a spoiler alert, folks. Seriously, mystical fucking powers from the corn. Come on now. Like, you, I, everything else in this movie, you were supposed to be super serious, even though it didn't come off as serious. And then this guy just starts, like, waving his hands, and people are doing his bidding and dancing around like marionettes and fucking... What, what, I don't even know what the fuck. Like, come on. Hey, don't be knocking he who walks behind the rose. He will smite you for your blasphemy. I eat corn for breakfast. Oh, oh, right on to the uh, on to the good. What was what was good about this movie? It, it, it had its fair share of uh, of points of funness, I think. Yeah. So number three, 
There wasn't much gore in this film, but there are two great scenes that almost make up for the lack of gore. One is when Isaac cuts some woman in half with a machete. That was pretty fucking awesome. And the other is when Isaac's son commits suicide by falling on top of a scythe. That was that was pretty great. Number two, this movie is really bad, but it is somewhat enjoyable at times due to how bad it is. The nonsensical plot, the poor acting, and ridiculous occurrences throughout the film were entertaining, though not for the reasons the creators were going for. And number one, the actor who played Isaac in the original Children of the Corn from 1984 reprised his role in this film, and he was just as creepy as an adult as he was as a child. So, I mean, he was, he, was, cool. he was kind of still child-sized, even as an adult, so um, it kind of worked out. Yeah, he... Um, he looked like how I would have, I would have figured Isaac would have uh, grown up. My number three and number two are your number three just split apart. At number three is the uh, Isaac's son like doing a deadfall, just dropping right onto a scythe. Like it was it was pretty awesome to watch. Like after everything unfolded, and he's just like you know you know what I I give up, and he just he just fell over. Trust fall <laughs> right on the right on the, the scythe. Like, Don't worry, dude. I'll catch you. <laughs> and he did. Uh, and then number two for me was uh, when the chick got sliced in half. It was just it was it was totally unexpected. I was, you know, just expecting like the machete to get stuck in her head or something, and, you know, for you know it to be like an off-screen death. Just like they didn't show it, and then she would just like kind of fall over. But no, like he swings the machete, and then it cuts over to like her body just ripping in half. It that, was it was amazing. That was pretty amazing. Before that point, I'm like, man, this movie's like. Is this movie rated PG-13 or something? Like, there's no blood, no gore, no anything, and that happens. Like, okay, I can see the rated R um, rating somewhat. And then number one for me, Hannah suffers from visions or delusions, whatever you want to call them. And um, at the beginning of the movie, she picks up this hitchhiker who's this, like, crazy Bible salesman. And uh, he just starts talking about her, like, having a kid, and she should name it. And she's like, well, I have a choice. And he's like, oh, do you really? And he starts laughing maniacally, and she looks over, and he's just disappeared from the face of the earth. And it's just it's just the funnest scene of the movie to me. And you never find out who he was, or, like, you never see him again. He's just, like, there. It's like, oh, well, that was weird. You know, it, it's strange. You like, mention him again. Two out of the Killer Kids movies we've watched so far this month include a Bible salesman. Like, is that is that a recurring theme in Killer Kids movies? you got to have Bible salesmen? Probably. I mean, a lot of them seem to take place in, like, middle-of-nowhere towns. Uh, I guess uh, Bible salesmen kind of goes with the territory. I still prefer my Bible quotes from Nudist Colony, Nudist Colony of the Dead. Yeah, I was thinking that. Then we didn't really mention all that much is the uh, the dialogue, but we're still going to have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. war. We'll quote the movie back and forth, and you tell us who has the better quotes. Paul, why don't you get us started this time? All right. I'll give you first shot. I call upon he who walks behind the road. Your soul is going to burn in hell. I have no soul. How dare you castrate my words. Every man shall die for his sins. Your hopes are the rantings of a delusional child. Beware he who picks the corn. Thanks for playing. We've got some lovely parting gifts for you. And that ends this episode of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything about it all that you want to say, leave it in the comments below. I think it's time for our final take remember friends our final take is a score on our shot scale our shot scales are reverse scale one to ten one being the best ten being the worst how many shots do you need to get through this film 
I gave it a uh, a modest three out of ten. Yeah, I I also gave it a three out of ten. So you know, Children of the Corn six 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 Isaac's Return is kind of like this. You know, do you remember that time you didn't know who your mother was, so you went to a town filled with murdering cultist children? Yeah, neither do I. But this movie shows you how it would go. There's cheesy acting, a simple plot, ridiculous driving scenes, and disappearing Bible salesmen. This movie's actually a lot better than I ever expected, but in a bad way. It was super entertaining just to simply be able to poke fun at it and not take anything seriously. You know, I'd only ever seen the original movie before this, so I really do wonder what the other 664 Children of the Corn movies are like. Watching Children of the Corn 666 is like watching somebody else going through a really lame haunted house. There are a bunch of jump scares, everything looks incredibly cheap, the acting is laughable, and the person going through the house looks bored the entire time. Everything in this film is forced and artificial, and you just can't help but laugh at it. The story didn't seem to have any clear direction. There was some vague prophecy about Isaac's son impregnating some girl who was born in the town but left the town that came back for reasons. Also, there's some guy with mutton chops and a motorcycle, and there's this random schizophrenic walking around the town unsupervised. Luckily, the movie is so ridiculously bad that it was unintentionally funny at times, though unfortunately it was mostly boring. It's a complete mess of a film, but after 665 other films in the series, they must have run out of, out of ideas at some point. There you have it. I mean, a, a decent three out, of, three out of ten from both of us. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed watching it, not for the reasons that it was made, but it wasn't one of the better so-bad-it's-good films, but, I mean, I didn't hate it. So. Listen, I mean, it's, it's kind of just fun like it's it's not something i would go out of my way to watch or be like hey guys let's watch children of the corn 666 like that was good for a laugh now i'll move on to something else yeah and let's let's truly move on to something else let's tell our friends how to drink away this flick drink away this flick come on and grab your drink let's drink away this flick we'll give you some drinking games for this film but remember friends drink responsibly number one every time hannah is driving her convertible take a drink number two Every time Hannah has a vision, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone mentions the prophecy, take a drink. Number four, anytime someone says, he who walks behind the rose, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Killing Kids Month, anytime a kid kills someone, take a drink. Every time Jake is muttering to himself incoherently, take a drink. Every time Isaac refers to himself as a guide, take a drink. Every time you see children in the rows of corn, take a drink. And every time somebody is driving through the cornfields, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment or on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com at dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other content, including our reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. There you have it. You know, we've watched three movies this month so far. Let's rank number three for me, Wicked Little Things. I honestly can't even remember the movie at this point. It was so, like, typical, other than it took place in Pennsylvania. Number one. Oh, sorry, number two. Even that's pretty um, <laughs> standard for a lot of these movies. Beware, children at play. You know, it, it tried to do something different for the time, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure it succeeded, but it, it was a movie. And number one, 
Children of the Corn 666 Isaac's Return. It it was fun. Like, I enjoyed watching it, like, even if it was because it was terrible and easy to poke fun at. Yeah, my list is um, actually the same. For number three, I put Wicked Little Things. It was so boring and formulaic. There was really nothing memorable about it. Number two, Beware of Children at Play. It tried so hard to be edgy, and it was just really cringy for the most part, and it's kind of mean-spirited. I, I didn't enjoy watching it at all. And number one, A Children of the Court in 666. It's a really bad film, but hey, it's entertaining, so that's all that really matters. So this, this month, we've, uh, we've made it through the town. We've survived the woods. We even got out of the cornfield. How about we just take next week and go to a nice secluded island off of the coast of Spain? You know, hopefully there's not a cult of killer children there. That'd be crazy, right? You know, just like in the 1976 film, Who Can Kill a Child? So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. (laughs) (laughs) I'm <laughs> <laughs>